Ephesians 3, verses 14 through 19. And if you'd please rise as we read God's almighty word. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend what, with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Father, help us to understand your precious word here. Help us to be teachable. Help us to be good hearers and doers of your precious word. We commit ourselves to you and thank you for your spirit's leading in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. The Apostle Paul said in verse 14, and he said, for this reason, and you'd have to look back at a very long sentence to understand what that reason was, but basically the reason was because he was appointed to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ to them. So for this reason and the great blessing of the Lord upon you as his people now, he said, for this reason, he said, he, he got on his knees. He now gets on his knees and he, to pray a blessing to the saints whom he loves, for whom he prayed in chapter one that we saw about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I guess. We looked at that, and this is essentially a continuation of that prayer. He begins by bowing his knees. In other words, by submitting and praying to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he adds that, the family of God in heaven and on earth are all named by him. We are named by him. In other words, we are his people. We are one household with him. We are Christians, Christ-like ones. We bear his name and his ownership. His stamp is upon us. And in verse 18, he begins the blessing he prayed for them, and which I will pray for you in just a few minutes. First of all, and I think there's, I thought of it about as kind of four points here. First of all, that God would grant to them, he is praying, according to the riches of his glory. I'd think about that for a second. What are the riches of the glory of God? Incomprehensible, but he's praying that according to that standard, that they would be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. The riches of God's glory are incomprehensible. They are wondrous, beyond understanding, but we have them all in Christ. Praise God. He opened this letter, in fact, after the greeting, referring to our spiritual blessings. And he said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. It's all in him. And Paul is asking here that the Lord would grant the people of the Lord to be strengthened with the might of the Holy Spirit, with supernatural power in their spirit and soul, in their heart. And we need this. Brothers and sisters, this kind of power to carry out what God has called us to do. May we be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit according to the riches of his grace, the riches of his glory to us in Christ. And then secondly, in verse 17, he asked the Lord that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That Christ may dwell in their hearts through faith. By faith, which is part of his blessings to us, of course, our Lord dwells in us by his spirit. And he dwells with us. And he's always near to us. And as we have his word dwelling in us, he is near to us. 
We are to abide in the Lord Jesus. And we are to have his word abiding in us. If you abide in my word, Jesus said, you are my disciples indeed. And he urged the Colossians, he said, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let it dwell in you, in you richly. It can. You've been given the spirit. You, you can grow in the knowledge of the word. Let it dwell in you richly. May this be so among us that we are more and more filling up with the word and letting the word and the Lord dwell in us richly. And then the third point, he, said, he was thinking that he's asking that they would be, they are rooted and grounded, but he said, being rooted and grounded in love, may they be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge. So they were rooted and grounded in love because by the spirit of Christ, by the work of Christ, they were redeemed. We love him because he first loved us and now we can love one another in that same way. And then Paul asked that his dear flock here would be able to comprehend, in other words, to understand, to experience also that which is beyond knowledge, which is here he's talking about the love of Christ. And he speak, he's speaking kind of the dimensions of the love of Christ, trying to grasp in some way the, the immense love of God for us, his people. And he's talking about dimensions to, un, to indicate that it's really outside of our ability to measure. We can't measure it. And yet he will al- we will always be growing in understanding it because he is a loving Lord and his grace enables us to grow in awareness of his love and in thanksgiving for it. Matthew Henry said, Paul here uh, designs to signify the exceeding greatness of the love of Christ the unsearchable riches of his love, which is higher than heaven, deeper than hell, longer than the earth, and broader than the sea. That's how Matthew Henry was thinking of dimensions. Higher than heaven, his love for us, his love for you, is higher than heaven, deeper than hell, longer than the earth, and broader than the sea. And then Matthew Henry referred to some other people, I think he meant commentators of his day and even before his day, and this is how some of them looked at it. I thought this was very helpful, helpful to understand, again, try to understand the immensity of God's love for us. By the breadth of it, that is God's love, by the breadth of his love, we may understand the extent of it to all ages, nations, and ranks of men. That's very broad, to all ages, nations, and ranks of men. By the length of it, its continuance from everlasting to everlasting by the depth of it, it's stooping to the lowest condition with a design to relieve and save those who have sunk into the depths of sin and misery. Praise God. And then by its height, it's entitling and raising us up to the heavenly places, to heavenly happiness and glory. And he says that in Ephesians 2. We have been raised up. We are seated with him in the heavenly places. Praise God. May we know more of these dimensions of his great love for us. And the fourth part is that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Think of that request, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Was that a bold request? All these prayers have great scope to them, but this one is very bold. He prays that they be filled with all the fullness of God, to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect, to be as full as His covenant people can be of Him and of His love with the fullness of his grace. And so, dear family, dear family of God, those who are named by your Savior, my blessing to you, my prayer to you now, 
is through the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. May he grant you, according to the riches of his amazing glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in your heart, in your inner man. May Christ dwell in your hearts through faith. May you, being rooted and grounded in love, be able to comprehend what is the width and length and depth and height of the love of Christ for you. And may you be filled with all the fullness of God. Let's pray. Lord God, we do come to your table now to praise you as the Father of glory, the God and Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And as your people, we come boldly now to you, as Paul did here in his prayer, to pray as you led him that we here would rejoice in and live by the riches of your glory to us in Christ and that we would be strengthened and filled by the spirit of power and of might and that we, as we come to the table of the Lord now, Lord, that our hearts would dwell in Christ and overflow with love for the one who loved us so much that he would die for us. And we ask all this by faith knowing that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think by the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. And we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen.